and welcome to Spawned, a common sense and hopefully fun and funny discussion on parenting and parenting culture. And an honorary member in one iTunes reviewer's village, which we love. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner. We're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. On today's episode of Spawned, we'll be talking about my, this is Kristen's, internet dating life. Oh, this is <laughs> juicy. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about kids and media. Like, what do you let your kids watch and when? Do not let them watch Kristen's internet dating life. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we'll close out our show with each of our own cool picks of the week. But first, if you have questions, comments, nay things to tell us, you can always reach out to us at spawned at coolmompics.com or tweet us at coolmompics with the hashtag spawned show or just visit our Facebook page. And you know what? We're on Periscope. It's on iOS and Android and it lets people live stream, which is what we do after we record our podcast every week. Yeah, right, it's like Bravo's What Happens Next, only we don't have any celebrities and we're in a little hot, sweaty box instead of a cool set at NBC. <laughs> so pretty much but not anything like same. that. Almost exactly the same. <laughs> so download the app to your phone and then check every, it's been every Tuesday around noon, we do a live Periscope. So we'd love to say hi to you and you can see us in person. So... Should we jump right in? Yes, please. Okay, so Kristen is single, Hello. as readers of her many columns <laughs> might know, and she is dating again, which is an endless source of humor to oh my those gosh, of us to read. I mean, if it wasn't me, maybe I would find it way more hilarious. <laughs> I like, find it hilarious. It's my life. And I, so here's the deal. I have tried a bunch of apps, and then I deleted all the apps. But then <laughs> recently, I got back on Hinge. I've never even heard of that. Okay, well that's good. See, because you're in a relationship, so you should. <laughs> oh, okay, you shouldn't know. I'm also not <laughs> also not on Ashley Madison, which was hacked. Yeah, so. yeah, bad news yeah. on that. So I am not on that either. But anyway, Hinge is just this dating app. Meanwhile, notice I said I was on Hinge because I'm now off of it again. But anyway, uh, it just basically connects you through your Facebook friends, which is kind of reassuring. Oh, in a way. like friend of a friend. Yeah, so you feel that's comfortable. Great. You're like, this is not a random stranger. It's my friends random stranger. So you had a funny thing happen to you, right? <laughs> yeah. So there was this dude. I had five friends in common. So uh-huh. I was like, oh, safe. This is safe. And I got on the phone. Were they like good normal friends? Yes. Or were they like people yes. whose names you don't recognize yes. on Facebook? Yes. It wasn't you because <laughs> you have known everyone I've dated so far you've like known. Which That's is, true. Yeah. So, But you didn't know them, which is probably I'm a sign. I'm like two degrees of everybody in the world. I feel like you should be my b- dating barometer. If they don't know Liz Gumbiner, then I'm not going out with I them think anymore. You, okay, we're doing that from <laughs> now on. On Hinge, that's going to be your new barometer. But but anyway, listen, I got on the phone with a guy, and the first thing he did, I'm not even kidding you, Liz, is that yeah. he critiqued the mobile version of Cool Mom Picks. What? That was the first thing he said to me. Hi, I'd like to date you. Also, I don't like your business. No, he didn't even <laughs> say I'd like to date you. He was just like, you know, the mobile version of your site is not very responsive. And Wait, I was like, was he like okay. pitching you? Was he in tech? Uh, No. Because <laughs> at least I'd be like, well, all right, the guy was so, like an ambitious yeah, you're entrepreneur. so nice. Okay, but then that wasn't even the kicker. The next thing he asked me was... And a, also, by the yeah. way, it's very responsive. It's very so responsive. So shut up, dating guy. Go on our mobile <laughs> website right now on your phone, listeners of Spawned, and you will see. Anyway, the, the next thing he asked me, which was what I'm calling now uh-huh. the instant no, he asked me about my bloggy thing. Wait, wait, he used the words telling me about your bloggy thing? He used those exact your words. Bl- You mean my business that supports my four (laughs) children and multiple employees? Yeah, exactly. Bloggy thing. So I let the conversation go for a little bit because it was actually pretty entertaining. And then I decided after that that there, you know what? 
There needs to be instant no's I like when it that. comes to dating. I, you know, I did do internet dating on Match.com as you know, a, way back when, like 2000, when it was still like new and, and early fun and sweet. <laughs> yeah, it was like people weren't gaming it yet. Tell me about your online dating experience. Well, Liz. I mean, I did learn that most people don't look like their photos. That most photos are from college, even when the dude's like 47 years old. (laughs) And, you know, overall, I actually met a lot of really nice people. I went out with a blue man. Oh, like a literal blue man? Like a blue man group guy. Oh. He was super nice. He was not not kidding. He did not show up and like do mime at the coffee shop. For two full entire one hippopotamus, two hippopotamus. I thought you meant like he was a man that was blue. Yeah, no. And we did not sit down at the coffee shop and have him like spit ping pong balls out of his mouth (laughs) at my head. That would have been better than some of my dates. No, he was nice. We had, it was fine. I mean, I did have the one guy I like walked out on him because he spoke about himself for literally like 60 minutes. Without even once saying, like, how was your okay, day? Okay, so that's, well, that was, like, not really an instant no, but it was, like, a 60-minute no. It was no. a 60-minute no. And I left him. I went into the bathroom. I came back out, and I said, I'm leaving now, and I'm telling you this now so that you will never do this to another woman again. You have talked about yourself for 60 minutes straight, and I'm going. Wow. And the guy who looked shocked, he's like, but I'm, I know famous people. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, my relative was but, related but to this guy, and there's a statue like, yeah, of him. Yeah, as you see my butt walking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> he was very name-droppy and uh, insecure. Anyway, but, I, I, you know, I didn't have any, like, terrible experiences. But this was before, like, It's gotten a lot and, different. Yeah, yeah. So, so now the issue is, here's my problem, with dating apps at least, yeah. is that you, you can vet pretty much anyone very quickly, which can be positive and a negative. Right. Because people are so open now. Everyone's on Facebook, on Instagram, Yeah, actually, Twitter, that's true. People can Google. just look up. There's no more, like, serendipity in no, dating anymore, nothing. right? They can you just can, look you up. You can do an instant no even before you get a chance for someone to tell you about your bloggy thing. Your bloggy thing. That's still <laughs> so cute. So, well, I think you should change the tagline on Cool Mom Picks and just be like, Cool Mom Picks, our bloggy thing. <laughs> I love that. So, you know, there's people that put their Instagram accounts on there and then you look and it's like all shirtless selfies and motivational sayings and half-eaten breakfast. Is and- it like they're shirtless photos from college or have no, people like come a long way current one. so I'm like instant no or someone once said to me ugh Obamacare and I was like instant no <laughs> I'm voting for Donald Trump <laughs> instant no well I put together uh-oh. An instant no quiz for oh, you. Oh, you're springing a quiz on me. I'm you're getting springing. me back from yes, episode two. Yes. Okay. I'm hearkening back to prior Spawned episodes. Oh, no. What and are you, you know what? ask me? I want our Spawned listeners to play along. And okay. you can email us, Spawned at CoolMomPicks.com, and you can tell me if those are instant no's or, like, what your instant no's are. Okay. Or if you agree with Liz or you agree with Kristen. I want to tell you And this. they can be hypothetical instant yes. no's. Like, you don't have to be single but to have an instant no. No, no, no. no. But I will say this, Liz, these yes. all happened. I want you to know <gasps> that these all I can't wait. Okay, okay, go, 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 go. So number one, and I'm just going to say we're going to start easy and then get tricky. Okay. okay. So first of all, mm-hmm. bad breath. No, it's not an instant no for really? me. Yeah, because maybe he just like ate garlic. Right before he <laughs> but saw then, you. like, he ate garlic right before a date. Doesn't that tell you something about someone? I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't get close enough to the guy on the first date to notice. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> Maybe I need to reevaluate. We have standards, <laughs> Apparently. Okay. That was actually, that's been, like, an instant no for me. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would give the guy the benefit of the doubt that maybe, like, you know, I got him at a <laughs> Maybe bad point. Maybe that's also why I'm still single. So, anyway. <laughs> okay, number two. Okay. Dress shoes with jeans. No, I'm okay with that. That's not an instant no. 
Shoes can be changed. <laughs> yes, see, you've always told me this. You can change their shoes, yes. but not their personality. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like to ditch somebody. What if somebody ditched you because they didn't like your shoes? That's crazy. You have like four thousand. But I also pairs of have shoes. really good shoes, so that tells me they have bad taste, Liz. <laughs> you could be like, I don't like flats. You know, who knows? Some guys are weird. They say stuff like that. Like, I like a woman who wears stilettos. Yeah. All right, number three. Yeah bad grammar in their profile uh, or in their texts. Okay, oh. I, I un-Twitter-friended someone over this. Wait a second. So they could have bad breath, but if they incorrectly use an apostrophe, yes, they're problem. out? Uh, yeah, that's I, I'm a writing nerd. I have to tell you, I Twitter broke up with a, a celebrity <laughs> that I've had a crush on for 20 years oh my because his grammar and writing is so atrocious that I just, just couldn't, couldn't be it. in love with him anymore. Well, you know what? My Twitter handle is your, Y-O-U-R, only uh-huh. as hot as your, Y-O-U, apostrophe, R-E, correct apostrophes. Because actually the same thing happens to me, a hot guy on Instagram, he's a little celebrity. I followed him on uh, Instagram and then he didn't use correct apostrophes. No, so yeah, not sexy. So I have an instant no on, if it's like a typo, fine. But if someone really can't write well, I know that's probably terrible. Okay, but I, that's an instant no instant for me. Instant no for me, too. Okay. okay. X talk within the first 15 minutes of a conversation. About his ex? Yes. No. Yes. Instant no. Yes. I've actually seen, and you've seen, yes. a <laughs> online bio of someone who mentioned their ex in the first sentence of their dating bio. Wow. That's like instant no. Yeah, instant it's like no for me way too. to say I'm not like over just, her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Don't talk about the ex. This is a heavy one. Okay. Just finished chemo for nose cancer <gasps> and dad died two weeks ago. I would say, let's talk again in six months. <laughs> okay. I mean, bad things happen to people. I don't want to like nix a guy because he's sick or because he had a death in the family. Right. But if it's still so top of mind that it's the first thing he mentions, he's probably not ready to like go out and have fun on a date. Yeah, that's a little tough. That was an instant note but for I'd me, But I'd be actually. really sympathetic. Yes, I was. And I feel yeah. like it's really hard. Your dad just died two weeks ago. Maybe you're not ready. So, yeah. okay. I have two more. You better snatch me up before someone else takes me. That was said to no, me. No, instant no. Yeah. Is he like, like 17? What? I know. And also, if you have to say that, then clearly there's something going on, right? Well, you should be able to get that sense just from his profile, like that he's a catch. Like anybody who's like, I'm a catch, <laughs> <laughs> probably isn't. Okay. And the last and final one, yeah. be honest. The last instant no. Mm-hmm. Four kids. That's not an instant no. Oh, you would date me, Liz? I would. I kind of do. <laughs> I'm kind of like your work wife, right? You are. Well, I had to put that in there because actually no one's ever said that to me. But I know like I'm coming up with all these instant no's and I am a single mom with four kids. So I get that that can be an instant no, no for other people. No, my instant no's tend to be more like on values. You know, if the person's like... Join my prayer circle because <laughs> I am concerned about the direction that the Democrats have taken this country. You're like, eh. Yeah, I, that's probably just, you know, maybe a really nice person, but probably not the right person for me. Right. Also, okay. Not a prayer circle person. <laughs> so we want to hear from you guys. What are your instant no's? Do you have someone you want to set Kristen up with? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, was this all a secret ploy to get dates? It's, hey, I mean, I feel like if the guy is a podcast listener, like that's like I can, really sexy. I can vouch for Kristen. She is a catch and a half. And I'm saying that so she doesn't have At, to. Thank you. So tweet us at CoolMomPicks, P-I-C-K-S, and use the hashtag Spawn Show. Visit our Facebook page or email us. Spawned at coolmompicks.com. And use proper apostrophes if you want to date Kristen. (laughs) 
Yes. All right. On to our next topic, which is a huge one, I feel like, especially since the Emmy nominations just came out. Yeah. I was looking at the Emmy nominations online, and my kids were looking over my shoulders. And I'm like, ooh, Game of Thrones. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's the one we can't watch. I'm like, yeah, yeah, when you're 30. And then I'm like, Homeland, can't watch that. House of Cards, not for you. Mad Men, Orange is the New Black. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Like, remember when, like... I love Lucy used to like Emmy yeah, nominations. Right. Remember the days. Now it's like if if you wouldn't want your kids or your grandmother to see it, it gets an Emmy nomination. And <laughs> by the way, are all my favorite shows. But it really made me start to think about what my limits are with them. And when they they always say, "Well, when can I see that?" And do you have rules for that? Ugh, that's so hard. And it's funny that you mention this because I just like two days ago introduced my children who are eleven, eight six and four to the princess bride <gasps> wait speaking of dating can i tell you oh i used to have a princess bride test oh that's this was really the good. instant yes if a guy dated right away said he didn't like the princess bride that was, was an instant, instant no, no. yes interesting. that was my test interesting so anyway i like that you introduced your kids to i, that. I love that movie it to them my daughter can pretty much watch anything my 11 year old my eight-year-old is a very nervous tv movie watcher yeah your son yeah and so he's like you know, the two bad guys die with the poison and then with a knife. And It's very end, comical, It's though. very comical, but at the end, my son goes, thanks for letting us watch death, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that brought up the whole idea that I apparently so, don't know here's what, what I, I want to know. kids watch. Wait, does he think that death is an inappropriate topic in films for kids somehow, or is that he's just uncomfortable with I it? I think he's uncomfortable with it. It's scary. Mm-hmm. My son is the kind of kid, and I'm sure other listeners can relate. Like, he just thinks about things, like, over and he's over and over. He's super smart. And then it just keeps scaring him forever and ever. So, yeah. you know, while I don't have, like, a steadfast rule, like, no PG movies, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I made the mistake again. I let my kids watch Mall Cop because I was like, it's funny. It's Paul Blart. I don't want to see it because it looks awful. It's hostages. They take hostages in the mall. I like Kevin James. Like, I was thinking, I think you can relate to this, Liz. Like, as your kids get older, it's awesome mm-hmm. because you can watch movies with them Yeah, finally. no, that's huge with me. I remember watching uh, Goonies with my kids and being so excited. And at the time, my younger one, she was, like, a little nervous about some of the scary stuff. But I talked her through all of it. And they loved it. But here's the thing also. Like, I think a lot of parents, as their kids get older, we get excited to share the stuff from our childhood with right, our kids, right? Right, right. But movies have changed. And I think our sensitivities have greatly changed. Change. Well, see, like that's Goonies, huge. there's like all this racist stuff about the Asian kid and the fat kid. They make fun of him. And I had to be like, oh, no, 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 we don't make fun of kids. And oh, we don't use terms like <laughs> well, that. Well, even E.T., right? Yeah, they're like smoking and drinking in the very beginning of the movie and they're cursing. And the mother's like, oh, you silly kids. You, you know, know, like it's very, things have changed. Like yeah. that stuff used to be totally acceptable. And I think parents are super sensitive to that now. So a lot of the movies we remember fondly as kids, you watch them now and you're like, oh, they did that. They said that. I know. I was just listening to a Molly Ringwald interview on a podcast, and she uh, was talking about how she finally watched Breakfast Club yeah. with her 10-year-old. You know what? I interviewed her about that recently. And she was like, yeah. oh, I forgot about this. I forgot about this. Oh, now I have to talk about sex. And now I have to talk about drugs. And all of a sudden, it was all these topics that she hadn't talked to her but child you know about. You don't always have to talk to your kids about all that stuff. Like, my kids, one of their favorite movies is Grease. And I know some people, <laughs> that's very controversial. I love there was Grease. like a big debate on my blog about it once where people were like, it's horrible. Back when Greece was a hot topic. When that came out, I was like 10. And every single birthday party that year, 
was a trip to see Greece at the movies because that was when movies <laughs> played for like six months. I think I saw it nine times in the theater. <laughs> That's awesome. And we knew every single line. It was the first album I bought with my own money. Oh, I know. But here's the thing: like when I watch it as a grown up, I'm listening to the lyrics to Grease Lightning, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what we were singing. Yeah, like the chicks will cream. Yeah. I thought that was some kind of I don't know. They were having coffee, maybe <laughs> ice cream. They make coffee, ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that meant. Right. And then you know they say she's a real rhymes with mussy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> And like I'm trying I just, to think of what that I is. I just thought, like a pussy cat. Uh, I thought uh, uh. that was some kind of, you know, implication that the car was cute, like a cat. I mean, I really didn't know. And I think actually that's a good point is that that stuff goes over our kids' heads. So when I watched it with my kids, I was keeping a really careful eye on them to see if they would get like horrified by the bad words or whatever. And really, they just don't, they don't even remember that stuff. You ask them about the movie and they remember like the hand jive yeah, and, and the kissing and the cheerleaders. Well, that's a, that's a rule for me in my house. So I don't generally worry about language. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge, like, you know, earmuffs like, for oh, language. Oh, no, they said the S And word. honestly, like, the sex stuff doesn't bother me. I will, I wrote a sex book. I'll talk about sex with my kids very mm-hmm. openly. Like, I don't but care. But you're not, like, showing them graphic. No, no, no. But You're I not mean, watching, like, Caligula. No. We're, like, PG, man. Like, PG-13 okay. has to be, a, like, I think we saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that was actually rated PG-13. For, really? But it's for violence. For violence. And that is what gets me, is violence. Got it. That's when I'm really careful I about think what that they're makes watching. Sense. I mean, for me, it's more thematic, like whether my oh. kids can handle the themes. Like I remember seeing Les Mis at a press screening when it came out a couple of years ago, and I was so lucky I got to interview Hugh Jackman. So, you know, everyone's asking him about, like, how long did it take you to lose the weight? And, you blah, know, blah, tell me blah. about singing. Right. And I said, you know, our kids were actually born a week apart the same year. They're the same age at the time. I think they were eight. And I said, would you watch this movie with your daughter? And how do you discuss themes like this? And he, his eyes lit up. Well, he was probably excited not to get another. Like, I know he was how really was it singing in a all, movie. Question. I think he's an awesome dad. Like he was so excited to talk about oh, his that's, kids. Uh, that's really cool. And he loved the question. And then afterwards, the producer and a couple of the other cast members came up to me saying that they wanted to talk about it too with their kids. So what did they it say? Was a straight discussion. I want to know. He said yes. He thinks it's really important because it's you know there's some hard stuff in Les Mis, but it's about you know revolution having a voice, standing up for yourself. It's about horrible things that happened to women at another point in history. And even now it happens to them around the world. There are still tons of human trafficking and a slave trade all over the place. And it opens up those conversations. And it does it through a musical, which is probably easier than maybe a documentary. You know, he basically said, yeah, I think it's really important for her to see this kind of stuff and to know that the world isn't perfect. And it made me think about, you know, even movies like Selma, which I really, really, that's the next thing I want to watch with my 10-year-old. I think she'd really like it. And, you know, a lot of parents are like, oh, I don't know if my kids are ready for that and it's violent. But I think when you don't live racism every day in your life and you have the privilege not to have to discuss it every day in your life, yes. that's when you should really make an effort to expose your kids to those kinds of themes. I think so many parents are so confused about, okay, so there's like crazy violence that, you know, is like sort of fantastical in right. a way, like Batman, Superman, like all that kind of stuff. Right. But then there's stuff in our history that really, truly happened. And on one hand, it's really scary and upsetting, mm-hmm. but on the other, it's part of our history. And like you said, if you don't have to deal with that on a regular basis, like so many 
of our friends and colleagues and like people in the world do, like how are we going to educate our children about that? I think it helps make them more empathic. Yeah. And so for me, it's more about the theme. So I think a lot of people would disagree and say Les Mis is not appropriate for an eight-year-old. But you know what? My kids loved it. It was good because it opened up a lot of discussions and it created more of an interest in like, well, tell me more about where women aren't treated well or what happens to kids if their moms aren't around or, you know, why people are fighting against these rich people or, you know, they were great themes to discuss. And so, yeah, there were some hard stuff. And like we blew over some things like what, you know, there's the scene where she's um, basically selling herself into prostitution, right, to raise money. Right. And I discussed that and we stopped it. And by the way, I think there's a benefit to watching movies at home instead of the theater so you can stop it and have discussions like, well, women used to do things like be with men and kiss men for money because they didn't feel like they had another choice. Right. That's a huge consideration because not just the fact that you can stop the movie and have a discussion about it, but I think also the big screen stuff is just more overwhelming. Oh, totally. So you look at themes. Yeah. Then do you check any resources? Like, do you go to Common Sense Media? Like, I know a lot of parents do. I love Common Sense Media. I have the app on my phone, but... Like with many things, you have to take it with a grain of salt, right? Like with any review. I mean, you can read like a good review of your favorite movie and you could read a bad so review So explain to me how it works because I'm going to be honest with you. I actually haven't gone on there to check anything. Oh, it's I great. kind of use friends mm-hmm. as my resource. I try to talk to parents and friends that have kids that are similar to mine. Yes. So like if I know like my son and my friend Tina's daughter, they're very similar. They have something what I call like sticky brains. Like they remember everything. Wait, sticky brains? Sticky brains. That's it's just good. When there are certain kids out there that see stuff that have like really great memories, especially when it's visual, mm-hmm. and they can't get rid of it, and it's sort of like a looping video in their head. Oh. And so it's like, if you have a child like that, I think you need to be really cautious about what you're watching. Like, you don't want to give kids nightmares. Like, I'm not no. trying to push my kids into stuff that's too advanced for them, but I think there are certain themes that are great to talk about. So, for example, yeah. my older daughter's been begging to see The Hunger Games. I don't think I have a problem with it. I've seen it. I think it's actually really great thematically, because it's about you know, what happens if reality TV goes too far? And what happens when we start doing horrible things to people for sport or humor? See, I always, I initially thought the Hunger Games, I'm not even kidding you, was like eating for sport. And I was like, oh, we're going <laughs> to just watch hot dog eating contest. Yeah, I was AKA like, oh, the Hunger Games. Really? It's watermelon eating That's contest? That's so funny. So did you, went to, did you go to Common Sense Media? Yeah, so I went okay. to Common Sense Media just last week and I looked it up. And so what it does is they'll give you like the Common Sense Media age recommendation, which they give is 14. They do give it five stars for quality. And then they have this list of like what parents need to know and they'll rate it in terms of positive messages, role models, violence, sex, language, consumerism, drinking drugs and smoking. And this is the site or is this are, the, are these this people? This is on the site or the app. This no, is no, the, no, but I mean no, like. No, no, the site Okay, this. the site. So they have okay. editors that do this. Okay, And so under good. violence, you know, this one gets a four out of five. Under sex, it gets one out of five because there's no sex. So that's as low as it gets. And then they have user reviews. And this is what I find really interesting. Okay. Um, Parents, (laughs) there are parents' user reviews and there are kids' user reviews. Oh. So parents are saying (laughs) the average age should be 13. Okay. Kids say the average age, 12. Oh, well, that's and not so, that far so off. That, it's like looking at Amazon reviews. You want to see who's doing the reviewing. So I look at the parent reviews. I am convinced that like some group of like anti-violent <laughs> media parents all like got on and sock puppeted this thing to death because a zillion parents all in a row are like, age 18, quality, one star, terrible movie. Oh, geez. You know, they're like... This is dehumanization. This is a new societal low. Big screen <laughs> gladiatorial combat about children. That's just terrible. And blah 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 blah. And and I thought, 
you're miss. I don't think she even saw it. Right, right. Because right. the point is, it's a it's a pretty clear negative message <laughs> about killing other people. And here's the thing, like. Have you seen Willy Wonka? Yes. That's like a grown man killing kids. I know. Because what? They ate like chocolate and blowing them up with blueberries. Yeah. And, like, they, they disobeyed yeah. a rule and therefore they deserve to die. Yeah. And so <laughs> really like the whole idea of like, oh, killing children is horrible. Like, Parenting I think people, in 1964. People forget there's like tons of movies. Like I remember reading Stephen King as a kid. Like The Long Walk was the same story. It was like shooting kids one by one it, as, as soon as they stopped walking in this like marathon to the death in this post-apocalyptic world. In fact, I think Hunger Games was totally stolen from that Stephen King story. <laughs> you heard it here, 12th. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so I looked up the Hunger Games on Common sense media mostly because I wanted to remind myself if there was any like really graphic violence and you know what it was super helpful because people that were not like ah burn all the copies right, if you of can this. read through you know yeah. the, like, people were saying the truth duty. is that all the killing is either off screen like you'll see someone start to fire an oh, arrow okay, okay. and then they cut to like people looking wow, sad wow that is really helpful that's so, really helpful yeah I, I, so it's not like you know Game of Thrones with those like pikes through heads and stuff <laughs> like it's pretty you know the, the theme is violent but it's uh, I don't know I think more it's more psychologically scary you know but there's a strong female character she sticks up for her family right. yeah, she yeah, steps yeah, in I for her sister there's no spoilers here if you are, but I feel like, like the you one gotta person know your kids it. too you really have to know your kids because we've all had the traumatizing movie like I what was your did okay, you have a traumatizing movie I had a movie? bunch of them I mean I walked out of the Dark Crystal which was Jim Henson's like, oh, crazy we just watched that yeah it's weird like weird Muppet movie when they were eating each other but I went over it's really it's creepy <laughs> It's really creepy. Yeah. But I went over to a sleepover when I was like 10 or 11, and it was Psycho <gasps> and Coma. Oh, my God. Yeah. When those you were two 11? Movies, like, I didn't take a shower for a year. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like, I mean, I took a bath. Just for me, to put that out there. Okay, my parents <laughs> took me to see Jaws when I was 11 what? in the movie in the theater. Movie theater? Things were different then. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, I, same thing. <laughs> I did not want to go in the water for like, you know, 400 years. I think I was also scared of showers from Jaws, yeah. by the way. <laughs> All water. But you know what? Things were different. My dad, when I was 10, took me to see Animal House in the theater. <laughs> at 10? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I remember the scene where she's like lying there after having sex at the end. She goes, I have a confession too. I'm only 13. Oh. And I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking like, What's wrong? She's so old. She's a teenager. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> that is great. And That's then I great. think I saw Porky's at like 11. Wow. So, you know, things were different then. Like, I don't think today many parents would be like, come on, fifth grader, let's go see Porky's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think things have changed as well. Yeah. Is there anything else that you do when you're trying to figure it out? Because one of the difficulties that I have is your girls are really close in age, but uh-huh. I have a huge age span. So I have kids that range from like 11 to my four-year-old who honestly could care. Like, she doesn't even care you right know what I mean she's not even watching but my but the difference between my a six-year-old and 11 year old is huge and then we're kind of stuck because it's like what do you do for family movie night well I would probably shark stick boy yes yeah, <laughs> we watch year old in front of my little pony in the other room and then watch, you know, Selma with your 11-year-old. Although My Little Pony, they're drinking beer. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. They we look like they're episode. drinking beer. I think it's like pony beer or something. But I think you have to weigh the benefits over the potential downsides. So for me, seeing Selma, the benefits far outweigh having to have a conversation That's about a violence and the other difficult topics that are presented in the film. So listen, guys, we want to know from you, how do you decide what's okay for your kids to watch? Do you watch Porky's with them? <laughs> or... 
<laughs> was that just my dad in the 70s? You can tweet us at Cool Mom Picks and use the hashtag Spawned Show. Visit our Facebook page, which we love. People get really chatty on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And you can email us, Spawned, at CoolMomPicks.com. And remember, we have all the articles and posts that we speak about on Spawned over on our podcast page at our website, CoolMomPicks.com. So... It's time for our Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. Liz, you you do the honors this week. Oh, me? It's all you, my friend. So one of the things I like about Cool Mom Picks is really seeking out cool, interesting things that you haven't seen everywhere. We found this awesome guy. His name is Corey Jensen. He's a fantastic illustrator and artist. And this guy has created the motherload of free printable paper dolls, all from pop culture icons. Paper dolls are back, yo! My kids love paper (laughs) dolls, especially my eight-year-old. It's free. It's printable. She can spend, like, hours on them. And it's, like, a great thing in the car so she doesn't get sick reading. I love paper dolls for her. And so this guy has done amazing stuff. He's done like all the Frozen characters, all the Disney characters. He did a villain series with like Maleficent. Ugh, my daughter loves those. They're very cartoony. They're very cute. There's almost like retro 50s but they're looking. they're free. They're all they free. free. He they're did Wicked. Free. He did Brave. He has Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Anyway, his stuff is super, super cool. And this is a call back to before. He even has Les Miserables paper dolls. Love it. Jean Valjean. Fantine, everybody. So, of course, my daughter had to have that one. So we'll link that up on our site, and you can check out where it is. But great stuff. Well, mine is the complete opposite, Liz. And I'm actually going to pick... Expensive paper dolls? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Grammar. (laughs) Grammar police. I'm picking Facebook. Facebook is my pick of the week. Wow. The now, entire Facebook. We have love-hate with Facebook, so tell we me do. what you're... I mean, we're on more Facebook. Specific. Yeah, I know. We're on Facebook. Okay. You can follow us, people. Cool mom picks. But here's why I'm loving Facebook this week, is that they just added See First, this new feature that finally allows you to customize your newsfeed. Because if you're on Facebook like billions and billions of people are, you know that they're picking everything for you. They in other this... words, you don't see cool mom picks in your feed. Exactly. And you just see, like, your friend's baby picture over and over and over. Yeah, because it's picked based on what you like, what you comment on. Like, they are picking stuff that they think you will like. And I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like when people either. tell me what I should be seeing. So now, all you got to do is go into your settings, look at news feed preferences. It's mm-hmm. on the app, it's on the desktop, it's on Android, and then you can click who you want to see first, and those people will pop up at the top of your feed. That's great. You know, I know you wrote about this. I haven't tried it yet, and you are convincing me. Yeah. I mean, I think it will work better once the people that I want to see first actually use Facebook more. (laughs) (laughs) As it turns out, the people that I want to see first aren't really on Facebook that much. So wait, I just need to ask. This is different than like, like I have some starred preferential people, so I get an update like every time you update. No, this is completely different. Okay. This is like whenever you log on, those people will pop up at the top of your feed. And is there a limit to the number of things? It doesn't seem so. Because when I went in to customize it on the app, it gave me options for everyone. And oddly enough, they suggested people that I kind of would want to see first. So I don't know if they they knew. So if you have one friend who's always saying smart stuff or funny stuff, or you have like one page that you don't want to miss an offer from a brand, then you can make sure that comes up in your feed. Absolutely. That's a great 
pet. So hats off to Facebook this week. Maybe Pinterest will take a cue. And I would do love that. that. Too. I would love that. And guys, we would love to know like what your cool picks are. You guys have been emailing us, and we love hearing from you. Yeah, anything at all. Yeah, and it might end up on our actual Cool Mom Picks website. So email us spawned at coolmompicks.com. You can tweet us at coolmompicks. Use the hashtag spawn show, and or- we will even say hi back. Yes, which we like doing because yes. we're chatty and we nice do. that way. We do reply back. Well, that's it for this week's episode wow. of Spawned with Kristen and Liz. Our producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. And thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers Yay, at Pamley. Laura and Andy. And hey, tell us what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Cool Mom Picks, Facebook. We're on Instagram. And we're also on Periscope if you want to catch us live after we record our podcast. And also week. we're on Google Plus with all the 14-year-olds who leave <laughs> comments for us. So feel free to join them. That can be fun to just lurk and read and if you like the show please be sure to tell a friend and you know what i've decided that you should be the one who sounds smart telling your friend about podcasts you become the cool be parent the cool smart one and make sure to subscribe to spawn on itunes stitcher and your favorite podcast app thanks for listening to spawn this is Kristen, and this is liz have a great great day 